0: Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church.
1: That's faith.church.
0: I want to, uh, want to welcome a couple who has been serving on the mission field for many, many, many years, over 30 years. Um, Nancy was sent out from us. Uh, many, many years ago, in the 80s, and she met a man, and they, who was born in China, who was part of an Aka tribe, and they decided that they believed in the Great Commission, and they believed that God wanted them to reach the Aka. People, you're going to be so blessed today as they've planted over, uh, I think, 28 churches. Going to plant five more this year. They have a children's home that works with with children and gives them an education. They have a Bible school and college that they graduate pastors and send them out to plant churches. They're a part of serving their local city as well as the villages up in the mountains. They've God has used them to take villages that were controlled by the by the drug trade, and they and they grew poppies for opium and all that kind of stuff, and now these villages have been saved, the church has been planted, and they grow coffee now instead of opium. This is a big deal. It's a big deal. And so God is using them in five nations that surround them in Vietnam and China and Burma and Laos and in Thailand. And so I'll stop talking because these folks are my heroes. Can we welcome our church family with us, Ajay and Nancy?
2: you guys. Bless you. Again. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, Good morning. Good morning. My name is Ajay and this is my beautiful wife Nancy and we are so glad to be home at Faith.
1: Faith sent me out as a single over 30 years ago as a fisher of men and I caught a well of a fish. And it's always such a joy um, when we come in and we sit under the worship, and we sit under the anointing that's in this house. It just This is our roots. This is where we started. Um, it's just very exciting. And we thank you, Pastor Jason and Cheryl, for your leadership.
2: Thank you so much for having us as we come from uh, Thailand. That two words come to mind, thinking of Pastor Jason and Pastor Mark came to visit us, to rejoice with us, to celebrate the graduation. And the two words that come to me for faith is that freedom, that's greater freedom. And fruitfulness, there'll be fruitfulness, even more abundant fruitfulness. Freedom and fruitfulness to faith. Church, in Jesus' name. And this morning, we are so happy to be here and to share, to be a part of that journey to the cross. And so last week, Pastor Jason shared on uh, food washing and the two principles that really touched my heart. No one is too high to serve. That's the mind of Christ. He's God, and He's unrobed His Godness. become man and to serve us. And there's no one too low that we should serve. So that's a great principle. This morning we will talk about the significance of communion. And we are not preaching, or we are not teaching, we just use that outline of what the communion means and to share the story that God is blessing us. You all make it possible for us to be there, and we, this morning we want to, you to join us to celebrate the goodness and the faithfulness of God. So I will have my wife to read uh, Matthew and Corinthians that are talking about the communion.
1: Matthew 26, 26 through 29. Now as they were eating, Jesus took the bread And after blessing it, he broke it, and he gave it to the disciples and said, Take it, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it up to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when, we, when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom.
2: There are five acts of worship. Preaching, praying, singing, giving, and partaking the communion. And I believe that uh, communion is the highest and centra- central form of worship because it touches all five senses sight, smell, sounds, touch, and taste. What a form of worship. And which, so this is a Form that we worship the Lord, it'll be at next, maybe next time, as you partake the bread and the cup, remember that this is a time of remembering and reflecting. There are four aspects that I want we want to share this morning, and that will envelop the uh, ministry that we want to share this morning. The first aspect is that uh, communion compels us to look backward and being grateful to what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And His body is broken and His blood was shed. The body is broken so that the body of Christ, people of Christ, you have the unity. The blood of Jesus Christ has been shed from the head, from the thorn crown, therefore our thinking is washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood has been shed from the back because of the whips, and he do away with the burden that we carry. He did away with the burden that we carry. His blood has been shed from his hands to equip, to qualify, to clean our hands to serve him. His feet shed blood that we will walk righteously. His side was pierced and the blood came out. And His blood wash our hearts, that will our hearts will be right with Him, looking back, grateful to Him. His blood not only have the power of forgiveness, but also have the power for healing any sickness we have. This morning, the blood of Jesus Christ have the power to break the chain of the enemy and healing. It should be ready for us. If we only receive that, we will have the healing, not only forgiveness, but healing on our bodies. And we're thinking of looking back, my life, our lives, the Aka peoples, you can see the enemy came to steal, kill, destroy. But thank you, Jesus, you came to give life. Life to Abundant.
1: As we look back at where the Akka were um, many years ago, the Akka are an animistic tribe. Uh, they worship the sun, the moon. They live in constant fear. They're constantly trying to appease the spirits, and they live in fear of making the spirits angry. But they never know what makes the spirits angry. And they're constantly making sacrifices uh, to the spirits in order to try to find some kind of peace and some kind of hope. Um, this picture here that you see that's actually a Jay's family. A Jay was born born in China, in southern China and when he was just a few months old, um, his, his whole tribe, well his whole village decided they were going to escape out of, out of southern China into northern Burma and um, there was two reasons. One, the communism in the country and they were using a lot of the tribal people as slave labor and they also heard that there was a great sickness. They didn't know what the great sickness was, but if they escaped, maybe the sickness wouldn't arrive. So they started walking. It's eight to ten hours a day carrying everything you own on your back with animals. And there was hundreds of them as they escaped out of China. But as they were going, this was a three to four month journey, the great sickness caught up with them. Ajay believes it was the toxic smallpox, but we're not absolutely sure. And the children started dying. There was no medicine at all. The fevers were very, very high, and the children kept dying and dying. Ajay was several months old, and he was tied to his mother's back. And his mother was getting slower and slower because he cried all the time. And she was at the back of the caravan. And the elders and the leaders were getting more and more frustrated with her because she was the last one in every day. And they said, that baby is going to die. All the other babies died. You have other children. Hang the baby in a tree or put it in the cleft of a rock because you've got to stay up with us or you're going to die as well. But she wouldn't she wouldn't abandon him, and she continued to press forward. Only two children under the age of eight lived through the great sickness. It was Ajay and another young man. The other young man had brain damage from the high fever. We saw God's hand on Ajay's life from a very young age. And even though he, his tribe lived in constant fear and was constantly making sacrifices to appease the spirit, the Lord preserved Ajay for his, his people, the Aka people.
2: As you think of Communion is a time to look back and grateful to God and how he is good to us.
1: Our ministry, we have a children's home. We take children of high risk, and they're all coming from very dark backgrounds. Their, their fathers are normally, their fathers and mothers are either in prison or opium addicts. They have stepfathers that are abusing them. They have uh, grandmothers that are opium addicts. And so we um, take them in and we start with the children and give them an education and we give them a hope. They come in hopeless. But over time, we see that as they accept the Lord, we, they turn into worshipers. We see the blood of Jesus wash away the, the pain from their past. And then these children became, become agents of change for their village. And we're able then to reach out to their families and begin to transform their families as well. It's a great joy to be able to set our children... Um, into families um, we have a wonderful uh, facility where our children leave, live and our full-time Bible students and it's truly a family uh, and we get to we celebrate Christmas together mother's days father's days and it's a joy to see the transformation and raise up these agents of change and send them out into the dark areas
2: Communion is a time not only to look backward and see what Christ has done for us and how he changed our life, how he has been good to us, but it's a time that compels us to look inward for self-examination, to be right with God. You know, Jesus at the first uh, communion, the Last Supper, the Lord, uh, the Last Supper, uh, Jesus said, one of you, you betray me. And they look at each other and ask Jesus, it, is it me? Is me? It's a time of each one examine. Am I right with God? Is anything we have in our life that is not right with God? It's a time to say, what flaws in my life, Lord, that I need to do right with you? In 1 uh, Corinthians 11:28, 28, say, everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. And if we found any flaw, any sin in our life, 1 John 1, 9, said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. We not only have the children's home, have 75 orphans living with us, we also have Bible school. And Bible school is a place where we accept kind of uh, human reject, uh, drugs addicts, to come with us and help them to see where they are at and where God wants them to be. And so we have many Bible school uh, programs to see life changing, transforming life as they admit. You know, this is a place where you are willing to humble yourself and admit your wrong and be right with God.
1: It's one of our greatest joys is our Bible school um, because we, we take them in, as Ajay said, many of them are drug addicts, uh, many of them have never had any education at all, many of them can't read or write, and we were able to ho- help them learn to read and write, and we watch their lives be transformed. It was very interesting when we started our Bible school, we started out with a lot of the pastors who had never been to Bible school, but they were leading their churches and we watched them grow and their wives watched the transformation and their children and then their wives and children started coming to Bible school and we started to see this transformation happening and oh, what a joy. But the greatest joy is when they can read and write, when they they believe in themselves, they see what God created them to be is graduation day. Uh, Graduation day is is my favorite day of the year. They get their dignity back. Everything that Satan stole from them, they get it back. They're wearing black robes, they're being honored, their families are coming and presenting flowers to them. And it's just been a joy over the years to see each graduating class. This past year, we had 109 graduates. We've never had that many from, um, uh, thank you from six different programs. Um, so we have our monthly training, we have our full-time training, um, and we have a bachelor's program that graduated this year, and those that started studying in the villages. Once you get a certain level, you can start a Bible school in the village. And to see each one of them, with so, so much pride, uh, complete their studies after three to four years, and, um, and finish, and their family rejoiced with them. It was a, a great joy to have Pastor Jason and Mark Mark in with us this last year.
2: Yes, the communion, the word communion in Thai, we translate it as the great intimacy, the great intimate time with God. To do that, you have to be right with God. To be right with God, look backward what Jesus have done for us, look inward to check our hearts. And then after that, only after that, we are able to look outward, outward to share the gospel, to share who Jesus is. In 1 Corinthians 11:26. 26, Apostle Paul says, for as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. As we know who we are, we are children of God. As we know our identity in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe that uh, 99% of the problem of Christian Is not knowing who they are in Christ. The strong Christian is the one who knows who they are in Christ. In 1 Peter 2 9 said, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the presence of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light, hallelujah. So we are children of God, and what a privilege, what a blessing to be a child of God. And He does away with the shame, the filthiness, the sickness, the filthy background. He breaks the chain of the enemy, we are free. So this proclamation, declaration, I, I, I think we, we, we do four directions. Upward to God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, that accept me as your child. I'm a child of God. I, my fear is gone. I'm your child. That's uh, the first upward. And downward to enemy, to Satan, said, Satan, I have no fear over you. You have no part to do anything to do with me. I break relationship. I cancel any curse, uh, anything that you put on me. Break that relationship. And to the church, to believers, to the church said, friend, I'm part of the body of Christ. I'm a member of this body. I want to be a part, to serve with you, to come alongside. Is there anything I can do to serve? I want to be a part of this body of Christ, the Church of God. And then that's the right-hand side. The left-hand side tell the world, "Come, test Jesus. He's delicious. He's good. He's good. He's delicious. Come and see He is good, He is good, He is able to help. This is a, a, a place where you cannot contain the goodness of God in yourself, but you want to go out to share, to let other people know that God is good. So we have a ministry of outreach, especially church planting. I believe that church is the answer to the world. Yes, we do foundation, organization. Those things are good. But Jesus didn't come to establish those things, but He came to establish the church of God. And so, faith, church, go forward for the glory of God. Do the church well. You are doing well. You are serving locally so beautifully. And you are serving globally so faithfully. So thank you for your part of church planting all over the world. And you are making it for us to be possible to be there to serve among the archa. There are churches happening among uh, the five nations where the Akka people live. Church planting is happening. And this year we plan to plant at least five churches by the power of the Holy Spirit
1: church planning has been another wonderful joy of ours it hasn't been an easy one because a lot of them they decide to walk the jesus road but then when they get sick or they have hard times they run back to the shaman or they run back to the village witch and and do ceremonies and and some of them jump for a while and um to try to transform them inwardly and to not walk in fear and to stand in peace there was so much infirmity among the Akka and we've just seen the Lord um, just break off infirmity break off infirmity we're seeing the church rising up to be the bride of Christ and it's been beautiful we have we currently have 28 churches um, under our leadership and we it's a great joy with our pastors um, uh, this is one of our largest churches. It's from a Jay's home village. It's Doi Chang up on the top there. The pastor was an orphan. He had never been to school. And um, he came to our Bible school and he learned to read and write. And he went through all the different programs and he graduated with his bachelor's degree. And um, he has now close to 700 people in his church and he's leading his church. And he's also planted two other churches as well. Um, if you go back one. Uh, the 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 young man down in the corner um, is one of his disciples that he led uh, to the Lord. He discipled him. It's actually Ajay's cousin. And he went out and planted a church among some of the most down-rotted people. Um, actually, Ajay was heading up to the main church with... Pastor Russ Fraze, and a man ran out on the road and stopped the truck and said, hey, 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 we wanna become Christian. We had taken his son in many years earlier. He was an opium addict, he was a drug addict. He had come to the end of it, and he had talked to several men in that village and said, Let's do it. Let's walk the Jesus road. And the dean, uh, Pastor Russ Fraze, got so excited, as he did, and says, let's buy land to build a church. I still remember the day Aj took me to see the land. I didn't think they really bought land. <laughs> the, the incline, I thought they bought air, mostly air. <laughs> but they built this church they, on stilts, and this church is the most thriving church, and they see miracles almost every week in this church. And it's just beautiful to see how God's transformed them.
2: Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Faith Church has been known as missional church. I believe communion is a missional worship act, and it's a war room activity, war room worship, because it's a time to thinking of looking back, grateful to Jesus, look inward, to check ourselves if, who, know who we are, and ready, look outward for outreach, for mission. And I thank you for your involvement in global mission. Please continue to pray. To give, go visit, come visit. Mm. You have open invitation to come visit Aka Outreach, to touch the orphans, to teach the Bible students, to do outreach among churches. So, and fourthly, send people to us. Fifthly, we pray that there will be missionary from faith, come and add to, uh, addition to uh, what we are doing. Please continue to pray, to give, to come visit, and to send people out. And we are uh, expecting, we are looking forward to see a missionary come out from our faith church uh, that add to our our, our activity that we are having. So communion is not only to looking uh, backward, inward, outward, but also it's time a communion compels us to look forward of the coming of King Jesus, King of kings, Lord of lords, the groom, Jesus Christ. He came as humble, gentle lamb and was crucified to redeem us by his blood, but second coming, he is not timid and shy or humble, but he will come as king of kings and lord of lords. As a lion, he will come again, and he will come as the bridegroom. While we are waiting for his coming, we work hard to prepare the bride of Christ, which is the church to see the church to be ready. In Matthew 26, 29, Jesus said, I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the wine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And in verse 26 of 1 Corinthians 11, again, Paul told us, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Amen. Amen. We will have communion to look backward and grateful, to look inward and always have self-examination and look outward for our reach and look forward to expect His coming and while we are expecting, waiting for him, we will prepare the bride of Christ to be beautiful, ready for him to to come. Amen.
1: The the fastest growing part of our ministry right now is our media. Um, we started our media program several years back, but then it just exploded during COVID when everything was shut down and nobody could go out. Um, we were, were able to get into a lot of the closed countries through YouTube and Facebook and the countries that they've shut down Facebook. Um, I think Pastor uh, Jason shared with you the Akka are in five nations, um, Thailand being the only open nation. All the nations around us are closed. And so we send, we do, they, a lot of them can get on, um, on the internet, even though they're the poorest of the poorest, they all have smartphones. It's amazing. And they're able to catch a lot of what we're doing on YouTube. It's been absolutely amazing to see what's happened, especially in Laos. Um, a lot of them have, we um, been been watching and then they they contacted jay on messenger facebook and a lot of them some of them can read and write and some of them can't but they'll record messages and they said okay okay i listened to your video and i accepted the lord now what do i do and um, we've seen them uh, many of them come to the lord in these closed nations and ajay is mentoring them uh, through whatsapp and uh, facebook and but The persecution came as well and it was very difficult because once the village found out that they accepted the Lord, they went and tore down their homes and kicked them out of the village. Uh, they've been, at, And so there's been uh, about five villages and about t- uh, 12 families that have come to the Lord that have been kicked out of their villages and they're li- living on the side of the road. And the Akka of Thailand came together and said, we've got to do something to help the Akka of Laos. And we've been collecting money, but it's been very difficult um, for security reasons, getting in there and helping. But we were able to buy some land and get that A lot of them that have been displaced for several years and get them in a place and then some of them are coming in and doing the monthly training with us as well and what a joy there's this very very special young man I can't show you a picture of him because of security reasons but he's only 24 years old and he's risen up and he's leading this little remnant of new believers and his faith level and how he leads them is the most humbling thing. Uh, We, he's been coming in for monthly training and we had problems with our electricity. Uh, during the hottest time of the year. We had all these air conditioners on during training and it would shut down. And we we realized we had to rewire our whole facility, but it was taking a while to get the money together to do it and there was two months that these th- these students are there and they're sweating to death in these rooms and we have portable microphones and we're doing the best. And I made the mistake of saying, Next month, it'll all be fixed. Um, it was very, it's going to be very expensive, and we need to fix it. This young man from Laos came up to me, and he wanted to give me a 1,000 baht. It's like $35. He says, this is for the electricity. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I found a church that's going to pay for it. And he said, no. He said, if I want the blessing that God's doing here at ACCA Outreach, I have to be willing to sow into it. And I just wept at this young man, his faith level.
2: There are so many young people following us uh, via YouTube and Facebook, and I have 40, 50 young people that I can talk all day long if I have time. They want to talk, ask questions, and they will talk, uh, call me, elder brother, older brother, and they asked me, how old are you? I told him my age, regrettably. They they start to call me grandpa. (laughs) I said, hang on, slow down. You can call me pastor, but. (laughs) But uh, the Lord is moving, and this is we share to say thank you. This is a part of your fruit. Your involvement, your prayer, your giving, your coming visit, your sending out, and uh, make it possible for us to be there. And uh I forgot.
1: Okay. The Love Chiang Rai. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, we don't normally team teach like this. So we're really trying to figure out how to balance it off. Um, Ajay started uh, Love Chiang Rai. Uh, we have, right now, The the Akka used to be the least evangelized of all the tribal groups and the poorest, but now in Thailand we're 35 to 40 percent Christian. Um, But in Thailand itself, Thailand isn't even 1 percent Christian. Uh, The Thais have been very resistant to the gospel, and so now we're turning the Akka's focus. Onto the ties, and say that we need to begin to reach out to the ties and evangelize the ties. And Ajay is a prominent leader in the north, and so he said to all the churches, Let's all come together and we're going to rent a soccer stadium and we're going to have a time of praise and worship for our city. We need to reach our city for Christ. We didn't know what would happen. We'd never done a stadium event. And so we did it December 11th and over 6,000 people came. The worship was amazing. Um, 80% of the 6,000 were Akka. And we're um, encouraging them that we need to reach out and reach to, the Aka, to out to the Thais. And this is difficult because the Aka have been looked down upon and persecuted by the Thais um, because they were so poor and they were so dirty. And now they've gotten their dignity back and they're saying yes we need to love the ties we need to be extravagant to the ties we need to let go of the prejudice and we need to reach out to the ties and so we're excited to see what's going to happen with Love Chiang Rai as we continue to promote unity among all the churches and to encourage the Akka to reach out to the ties
2: when i was teenager high school I have friends who are older, cool group. I wasn't a part of that. I, I was sad not to be a part. But you know what they do? They do uh, blood covenant by piercing their fingers and have a cup of water and squeeze blood and then they take her, uh, to, to drink and vow that they will be friends for life, brothers for life. They will keep each other. They have made that blood covenant. And like I was not old enough, not cool enough. I wasn't a part of that. I was sad at the time. But in looking back, I'm glad I'm not a part of that group because most of people die, disappear, and... I only know one person on that group that is alive, and he's a brain damaged because of the yes. drugs. But I'm grateful to God to be a part of this new covenant, blood covenant, the blood of Jesus Christ, that's born every <laughs> tribe, tongues, nations, and people together, and it is eternal. Friends, next time you do uh, communion, you just don't do the sake of doing, but understanding the meaning, the significance of it. You know, the, I got the coin. That is a royal coin. The king of Thailand given out 70 years ago for the tribal people because they don't have the ID card. But if they have the royal coin, then they can travel all over Thailand without any kind of uh, paperwork. So So the, they interview first to give out. And so the Akha people wanted that coin. So they dress up, Akha costume and turban and all that. And so the interview, officer interview, ask name and all kind of things. And then pre, pre, pretty soon the interviewers ask the Akha uh, man, the first man, saying, what happened, he take a pencil, what happened if I use this pencil to pierce into your, your eyes? He said, oh dear sir, it will hurt and cannot see. Okay? What if I take the, that pencil to pierce another eye? He said, oh dear sir, it will very, very hurt and cannot see at all. And, the officer gave that royal coin and he came out. The second in line was...
1: You need, the, the Akka, their Thai isn't very good and the officer is trying to check to see if how much Thai they understand and the Akka are very nervous speaking Thai.
2: Second one underlines asking the first one, so uh, is it hard? What, 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 what is the, the, the question, what you have to say? The, second, uh, uh, the first one said, you just tell your name and the first answer you just say, you know, oh, it, it, it hurt bad and cannot see. Okay, second one, you said, oh, it hurt very much and cannot see at all. So the guys memorized the answer and go in. So the officer asked name, age and said, this time though, the officer didn't pick up the pencil but Caesar. And the officer asked the archive man, said, What if I use this scissor cut your ear off? He said, he answered confidently, Oh, dear sir, if you hurt and cannot see. <laughs> the officer kind of puzzled and yet continued, Okay, what if I use this scissor to cut another ear of your? He said, Oh, dear sir, it will be very, very hurt. And I cannot see at all. The officers kind of puzzled, and then the guy, the Akka man, realized what he just did. So he said, "Sir, sir," he pedaled back and said, "Sir, sir, here. Do you see my turbans? If you cut my ears, if you hurt and my turban fall and close one eye, and if you cut another ears, my..." It very, very hurt And close my, both of my eyes And cannot see it at all <laughs> So the officer Okay, you pass and give the royal coin <laughs> The point is that You just don't take the answer From the other one To answer your, your own question You just don't do communion Just like other people do Do Know the wonderful meaning of communion. It's a time of looking back and be grateful to Jesus. Look inward to check your heart. Have self-examination and be right with God. Look outward and have the love for the lost soul and do outreach. Start with your family, your community, your city, and your whole world. And then fourthly, you look forward with expectation and hope, and yet while waiting, we prepare the bride of Christ to be ready for the King of kings, the Lord of Lord Jesus Christ coming. Thank you so much for giving us a time to share. Thank you Pastor Jason. He's the best. I see the anointing of the Lord coming over him. I love his purity, his servant heart, his humility and his courage. And his anointing is spilled over from US to Thailand and Southeast Asia and all over the world. We thank you faith church for your faithfulness and thank you pastor jason and uh, all the staff of faith church no. thank you so much no. god bless you all thank you.
0: Thank you. come on church let's give them a hand let's stand to our feet bless you Great amen amen If you can, lift your hands to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for your blessing over your people. Lord, we pray that as you have blessed their ministry and their church, and they have reached the people you've called them to reach, may we also have the same anointing here, that we, in the midst of really an unreached area, God, a post-Christian state, city, that God, that you would put that same anointing on us, that we would mobilize ourselves as a local church like they have determined to reach the people in this city. God, we pray today for your anointing over each one of us, that we would answer your call. God, I pray that there are young people here today, that you are placing on them the mantle and the call of being a missionary to go overseas to serve in Thailand, to serve with Ajay and Nancy. Lord, I I know today you're calling all of us to be missionaries, to, to not only go over the seas, but to walk across the street and share the gospel. Lord, I pray for your blessing over your people that you would prosper them, you would lead them, you would guide them, that we would leave here today encouraged of what you're doing. And God, we together as a church bless Ajay and Nancy. We bless their ministry. We bless, we thank you God for what you're going to do in the future. We thank you for, the, for all the things that you're going to open up in front of them for them to step into and see you do miracles through their ministry. God, we today, as we claimed this, this people group here in our city and nation, we today claim the Ioccas as well, that they would all find you, Jesus, that you came here, God, that your heart and your mind and your spirit and will is that none would perish, but all would find salvation through you, Jesus. So, Lord, today we leave here encouraged and thankful for this precious couple and what you're doing in their lives and what you're doing in ours. In Jesus' name, we all say amen and amen.